Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. Sure is. I'm Lauren. And I'm Jen. And that was very enthusiastic, Jen. Well, I'm happy to be here. I can tell she had her coffee this morning. I did. You're right. You did? You really? Yeah. Good job. Today, we have, and we are excited about having the lovely ladies of Dirty and 30 calling into the show. If you guys don't know, go to DirtyAnd30.com. It was created by Stuart Brazel and Stephanie Seifer over a bottle of Savion Blanc randomly on a Wednesday out on the town. And I don't know about you, but I feel like that is kind of the best way to create something over some vino, right? Uh, hello. Hello. We think these ladies are our spirit sisters. So we definitely had to have them call in and chat. And we're going to be discussing decisions that you make in your 20s and how that affects what you do in your 30s, which is where we currently are right now, and the important lessons you learn from these decisions slash possible mistakes. Hopefully you learn them. But Otherwise, you keep making the same mistakes. Yeah, I think we've learned. We're going to talk about all that kind of stuff. But also, I'm super excited. I don't know if you could tell by my excitement and my voice. Oh, I sure can. But Brian Howie from The Great Love Debate is here right now. <laughs> That's how she actually sounds when she sees her cat. That's true. Really? That's like the same. That was like your that was your, your uh, scream queen audition excited. Scream queen audition excited. You know when I first saw Brian today, my zipper flew down <laughs> on my pants. It did. It's good to be back here at the law firm of Golden and Leonelli. <laughs> That sounds really actually legit, but yeah. why did her name have to go first, Brian? Because it, alphabetically. It's alphabetical. Oh, fine, whatever. And because I'm the, Jewish. You put the Jew up front. Right. Yeah. Hello. Jew up front, fine. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> In the law firm. Leonelli and Golden, that's okay. It is I would okay. hire them too. It's just yeah. okay. But that's our backup career. Yeah, one, one, day. one is more like personal injury and the other one sounds more litigious. <laughs> exactly. <you know? laughs> Ambulance chasers or yeah. O.J. Simpson trail. Right. You guys, know. have you been watching that? Don't talk way? to me about it. I didn't finish it. Well, I, I watched through. it when it happened the first time. Right. Around. All those times. This but, is yeah. so much different, Brian. It's sad that it's different, but it's sad that that's, I mean, that's still different. the biggest story of our lives. Yes, because how on earth did they not put him in jail? It well, because well, he's because the, Johnny Cochran's a goddamn know, genius. It, yeah, the thing about it, you know, it was so big that it killed the soap operas. Oh, it, it oh, literally, yeah, it, yeah. There, it, it got people out of the routine for like two years, and people were like, "I can't go back to as the world." Turns advertisers, right. advertisers were like, "We're gonna like we're gonna give you twice the amount of money." Yeah, because now this is being put on in place of soap operas. Yeah. Procter and Gamble like mm-hmm. made huge deals with networks during that time because yeah. they were like, "Oh and, my god!" And it got people out of the routine. Oh yeah, soaps about routine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Every single day. I don't know how they come up with so much content. And there are so many well, soaps. because the content is shit. Right. That's well, why. no, there's only four soaps now. Oh. There were, there were nine before the OJ trial. Holy cow. So it's down to four. Not only did OJ kill people, but he also killed soap operas, too. Yeah. And, it, and it killed the budgets. I brought this up on, on my podcast the other day. All soap fooling around now happens on the couch in the living room because they don't have the money to build bedroom sets for all the characters. Stop it. No Watch way. it. They always fool around on the couch. Interesting they make out. Fact. Yeah. Or in the shower. Yeah, or some, but but showers sort of calm. They can share the shower yeah. among all the things. Unless you're Erica Kane and Erica Kane's gone, unless you're like Victor Newman on Young and Restless, you don't get a bedroom set. I like your soap knowledge. I, I published a book called uh, Afternoon Delight a few years ago. So I had to study all this stuff and they eliminated um makeup budgets and they they people wear each other's wardrobe but the number one thing they eliminated was extra sets there's no bedrooms wow i wish we had like sound effects because this was like a the more you know moment or ooh. yeah now you know yeah there we go okay wait brian before we i mean we just we just can't stop talking when you're here but no. why don't you tell us you know what your next big thing is here what you're really here to talk about i'm really here to talk about uh for those of you who don't know what the great love debate is it is a live touring um production where we've gone to 78 cities across north america where we take 100 or so single men and 100 or so single women and a panel of celebrities and experts, and we try and figure out why all of these seemingly reasonable people, like the three of us, are still single. <laughs> and, um, and it's gone all over the place. And tomorrow night here in Los Angeles at the Hollywood Improv, we've got 
myself, Dr. Drew, Big. Shira Lazar, Emily Morse, a uh, really good lineup of people. And we're doing a special show called Love and Sex Live, where we're going to make the men talk about the love and the women talk about the sex. Ooh. And, and so we're going to flip the switch. And, and you have great guests for that. They're sex experts. Yeah, sex experts. And Dr. Drew can handle anything. He, he's good. He, th- he believes it all comes down to too much porn. And really? I'm he, never- well, if you're a guy and you're 19 years old, you're rather get like 70% of the Jessica Alba experience than get your heart broken. So the more accessible and the more realistic porn is, oh. he, he believes by the time you get to like virtual or reality porn, nobody's going to want to get involved in the heartbreak when they get sort of the stimulation the same. And Ugh. Dr. Drew thinks that's legitimately the number one problem with dating I for mean, that millennial, millennial generation. Well, good and thing we'll we see. don't date 19-year-olds. Yeah, well, we'll thing. see Except- what happens tomorrow night. So we're going we're gonna, to, it gets fun and feisty and crazy and uh, it is at the Hollywood Improv and people should come. And they where can they like, buy tickets? Uh, you can go to greatlovedebate.com. You can go to the Hollywood Improv um, website. Come on down. And so basically... Well, right now we have slightly more guys than girls, which is very what? rare when you get into these things. So events. you guys know, if you buy a ticket to this, you are part of the debate. Like you are yeah, buying a in. ticket it's to sit in the audience, which is also really like Brian and his crew. Yeah, we'll be out there with a the mic. You yeah. literally, the, the dialogue flows um, from the from the audience to the stage our job is to raise the questions and the audience provides the answers and it really gets fun and funny and people learn and most importantly people match at our show I was going to say everyone anywhere else I've told you guys this yeah. before that it's the, amazing. the number two way that people meet now is online and what that took the place of though that 30% of people meet online what number two was 20 years ago before there was online was church or temple yes. right yes. right so the very act of congregating, us just getting a couple hundred single people in the same room goes 90% of the way, you know, add in two cocktail minimum and, oh. and everybody's good. So oh. people match at our shows all the time. I, I'm, we are really honestly wanting to be at this <laughs> we one of these. saying this. No, we, we legit want to. We need to set up a time. But also, you know, Brian's really popular. It's not like he's just in L.A. all the time. No. Like, right. You're away a lot doing I this know. all over the world. Where's your next show? Uh, the next one after L.A. is New York. Then we do three weeks in Chicago Jeez. at the Greenhouse Theater. We're doing... 10 weeks, 50 more shows in Minneapolis. Oh, that's right. You're, oh, you do a I'm lot there. I'm a big there. Minneapolis. Uh, yeah. Atlanta, Denver, here in LA once a month, and all over the world. Like We just keep adding great love debate shows because the everybody sort of needs it yeah. in every yes. city. So there's you know we keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And uh, we learn more every single time. And um, we get in every city, we get the best celebrities and voices and dating coaches and all that kind of stuff. And we sort of collectively figure it out. But every show's different. Every crowd's different. Every yeah. city's different. Okay, so you're back, though, in L.A. in a month. What is the date of that show? Um, Do we not know yet? Yeah, I think it might be on greatlovedebate.com. I don't well, know. Go to guys, greatlovedebate.com. It's, it's like the third Wednesday of the month. I don't know what it is. If Perfect. you're local, L.A., get it while, yeah. while it's hot. But if you're listening from another state, then yeah, we'll sure get, you Yeah, we'll get your... to you. Or shoot us an email, greatlovedebate.gmail.com, and we'll figure out a way to get to you. We're getting a huge demand from Kansas City. I got to really? figure out a way to get there. I don't know why. We got a lot of listeners in Kansas City. They're like, come to Kansas City. It's a real problem well, that's here. But that's so oh, hot. it's a real problem. It's a real problem. Well, you have to go solve that problem. I will, but you're I needed. always say that, you know, I don't think people know that the Midwest is so much easier easier to they're closer than than la and don't and, you uh, don't you say you really like cleveland you've said i love that, right? cleveland i love minneapolis yeah if i'm single though and i'm uh and i'm you know people who live in cleveland live in cleveland and, and they're pretty close and people in minneapolis but if i'm like i'm gonna move to a city and i need to know which city i have the best uh shot of at being single i'm moving to charlotte charlotte really? north carolina why why is that that's a new one for you uh it's it's in the South without being a Southern city, but it's also, people move there every day. The economy's good. It's a banking town. It's smart people. It's good-looking people. The weather's great. They shoot stuff there now? They sh- Yeah, they shoot a lot of uh, film and television there. You know, there's NASCAR there and stuff, but yeah. there's everything you could want in Charlotte, and it's a city on the rise, and people feel good about where they are. It, it, that matters a lot when it comes to dating. You know, yeah. 3,000 people come to LA, to LA every day. 3,000 people leave LA every day. Exactly. Yeah. But when people feel like, I'm in the right place and yep. I'm not leaving, then they're more likely to, to be open to looking for a relationship and, and that really is the place. Austin, the problem is, everybody's moving to Austin. It's just so fun. You almost don't want to get off the ride. Yeah, and then you're like, I'm afraid <laughs> to settle down because right. I'm having I, the I, music right. scene here. That is sounds right. like LA though. Like, no, the problem with LA, and I don't know if I... Unhappy I've people. You, well, a little bit. The problem is, the biggest problem in LA and all of Southern California 
is that the weather is so nice and life is so comfortable that you're like, I have my wine, my yoga class, my dog. The only thing that can mess that up is dating. True. The aching, you know, if you're in Cleveland, you want to get a date just to stay warm <laughs> right, or, or to distract from kind of the gloomy, at least true. the winter You want to Netflix and chill with someone. Right. And here, especially, I would say the worst place to date in America, Santa Barbara. It's so it's nice. More, Why yeah. would I want to date? Well, also, how old are the people there? <laughs> yeah, right. They're like, a little you know, the the mm, the, newly, not, the newlywed and the nearly dead. Yeah, exactly. I feel like, but, I feel like dating in Santa Barbara would feel like this. <laughs> it is, but Santa Barbara's really nice, San Diego. But even here, people are too comfortable every day, that's and so point. they stay out of that pool, and uh, and that's a challenge here. Well, it is a challenge here. We had a little bit of a challenging weekend. I like to say we because Jen and I date people together. We do, and Lauren was very involved I know, involved that's part of your situation. problem. <laughs> it was very involved. No, actually, I'm so happy she was there for the whole craziness because she helped mediate the situation maybe you could give our well you know we you've been talking you need a mediator i did she did so this is what happened you need a mediator call the law firm of golden alienelli exactly exactly (laughs) so everyone knows that i had a visitor coming to town i was really excited about this it's been going on for a month we and you know 30 days of excitement leading up to it we've been preparing we have and i put together like an itinerary of really fun things to do and options and got all my friends together and was like all right one day is going to be like our date night. One's going to, one day is going to be our friend night. He even wanted to meet my family. And that's good to plan, right, Brian? Yeah. Or no, are you? Well, it's very good to, cl- to plan. It would have been better if you were on his turf. but Totally. But actually, you know? I'm glad I wasn't because I think if I was on his turf, I would have been left high and dry in San Francisco oh, by myself. You would have been. That would not have been good. I would have been scared because who would I have hung out well, with? Well, you could have called my mom. I Honestly, I thought about that. I was like, God, worst case scenario, I totally would have called Deb and been like, Deb, come pick me up from this boy's house. <laughs> He's the worst. She would have totally done it too, and then you would have gotten drunk with my mom, and it would have been totally. fine. And we would have talked a lot of shit. Tons. Did you oh, and this, then maybe I would have gone after your guy brother. At like, I knew you were doing this because I listened. But did you meet this guy at like a Super Bowl party? Yeah. So yes, we met him wow, at a bar after the Super Bowl. But he wasn't random, Brian. No. He's a friend of our really good guy friends, Paul and Will. Yes. And we all happened to go to college together. I wasn't friends with him then, but I knew his name, and he knew who I was. Hurricanes. Yes, exactly. So. Long story shorter, he comes to town, he gets in on Thursday night, all is well. Friday morning rolls around and he's like, I'm going to breakfast with my friend from college. You can come or you don't have to. And I was like, uh, okay, you go and then I'll figure out our plans for the rest of the day. Yeah. He comes back to my apartment after his breakfast and he's like, okay, we decided we want to do this. And I'm like, well, what about our plans? Which, by the way, before he got here, he told me, the only thing that is important about this weekend is that you and I spend time together. Let's not be plan heavy where we're like filling our time with all this stuff. It's a good line. Right? And he's like, which no. is what it was a line. A apparently. line. It's a good line. Even to the point where he's like, and you know what? Brunch we'll do with your family on Sunday. That would be great before you go to the airport. I'll meet them. I want to see where you come from. The whole bottom spiel. line is he got here and just started to feel like he had other things that he wanted to on do, which agenda. wouldn't have been that big of a deal had he not made it such a huge deal that he wanted to like lay the turf to spend right. all this time with her. And as the weekend went along, it just got more and more and weirder. So, and you've never looked better, so that can't be it. Well, no, it wasn't that. See, and that's like he saw you sober. Well, here's the thing (laughs) it made me feel like shit because I was like, what am I doing wrong to make this person be this version of himself that I didn't see coming? Like, he obviously like portrayed something else beforehand and then got here and was true colors. How much time had you spent with this person before this one hour? One hour. And we talked every day until he got here about life and family and priorities and what we both wanted, even about making it work in the future because we're like, well, if we're going to do long distance, like... When would we see each other again? What is this going to look like? <laughs> What's the face? Hold What's on, the face? stop. Brian's the face is like face. after an hour. I don't disagree, but you also can't no. give it. Yeah, I got caught up in the same thing over the summer too. And it's like when somebody is hardcore, this is the thing. It's like, you know, you, you're hopeful and you want something to happen. And yes, um, the person well, that I got caught up with was not somebody I, that I'd spent a lot I, of time I with I think before. you needed to find out who... You who each other was before you got to what you could be. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yes, and that wouldn't happen till you spent the time. Right, right. Which is why you have to be careful. But it's also hard when someone is outwardly giving you this information. It's hard not to think like, oh, okay, well, this is nice. But yeah, I mean, you have to. Now, I think we both were talking about lessons learned today. He the wanted you to learn, know that he wasn't yeah. just coming down here to get laid. Right. And also, I mean, he went as far as calling our mutual friend that I had had a rendezvous with earlier 
like a couple months before, he was like, I'm going to call him and make sure that it's okay that I'm coming down to see you. I don't want it to be weird. We're all friends. We all have the same friends. I want to do the, like the manly gentlemanly thing and smooth it over with him. Make sure there's no bad blood about, you know, me pursuing you. Mm-hmm. Like he called him and had a phone call man to man. What was the lesson learned? You think? The lesson learned is winners keep their promises and are true to what they say because that is all you can go by. You need to be a person of your word. You need to be consistent. Otherwise, you make people around you freaking insane because if we're hopeful and we're thinking, you know, you're presenting this person to us, that's what we expect when you get here or when you do things. How old is he? 30, almost 32. Yeah. I mean, that's tough. It's tough. It's too easy it's, for the listen, guys at You know what? It's a huge risk. And this was this had the very good potential of being what it was or being something great. And there's no way to really, you know, you feel a connection with someone, you're going to, like, pursue it. And, yeah, I think now we feel and know, like, somebody can say whatever the fuck they want, but that doesn't mean shit. And I'm not, like, a Did pessimist. he still stay with you the whole no, time? No, he left. Um, the the well, he stayed with me. And then at some point, like, we had a conversation about feelings and, like, what was going to happen in the future and he very much said I don't want to do long distance and all of these things and I was just like I don't even know what's going on here how did we get to this point I hate this weekend and he's like all right well I'm gonna go hang out with my friends and do shrooms and go to a party in well that's not what he said but that's what he did but yeah and he's like I'm gonna go do that in Malibu and oh I'll come back here later and I was like mm, no better that you don't come back because why are you staying with me if you've got friends and all these people here that are more of your priority get out yeah, well, you know, listen, at it, it, the end of the day, it didn't work and it sucks to have hope and feel like disappointed oh, yeah. about that. Makes but, me sad. but he's not someone that you want to be with anyway. No, he's I, not the person I thought or hoped he would. My he situation, dodged a bullet. He yes, got off pretty easy. My yeah. situation over the summer, same thing. It was heartbreaking, but he is not who I want to be with. So yeah. it, you got to remember that. You got to remember it's not really what you want. You might feel rejected and sad, but it's not really what you no. want either. So the only way to find out is to go through it. And you did, and now Absolutely. you have your answer. The, and, and the progress here for you, young yeah. lady, is that you started at least with a real live person. You got your head out of your apps for at least I a did. weekend. It was a real person. A real person. A real live person. Instead of swiping right, you turned your head right, and there he was. It, that's however, actually true. That's yeah. actually kind of how it happened. <laughs> that is how it happened. However, I will say this. I was talking to my family Sunday night at family dinner, and we were going over the whole story. And one of my cousins was like, listen, this is a priority to you, and it hasn't been for a while. Like, you've been very much on the career up and up, and you've been, like, just trying to figure things out and, like, make moves for yourself. Well, now... You've got your job down, and it's time. Make it a priority. Stack your week with dates. Go out. Find out who works for you, who doesn't, what you want. Just a make little the bit, though. Yeah, I, both I, of you what? have dating ADD. And, I and don't. When you're, uh, wait, hold no, on. we don't it, have. A, I don't have dating ADD. I do not have dating ADD. Okay, Why I, do you think I have dating or ADD? Me. You definitely do. Why? Because you are constant. You you pack with. You need to let each date breathe. Meaning, if you have a date for Wednesday, you can, if and you know you have a different one lined up Saturday. Wednesday does not get a fair shot because you're not. You need to sort of have a date. If it doesn't go well, then find your next date or give that guy a chance to get a second date or all that kind of stuff. You're so much like if I just oops, if I just throw all my dates at it, it's like a game musical chairs. And you're trying to grab as many seats as possible where the music starts. I think that you have to create windows to let these things breathe and go out with who you like. And again, get off the apps. Get off it. There's real live people. I was just in Starbucks right down the street. There were probably 10 guys you could have gone out with. Well, you should have hit on them for me and brought them to the show. You should stick your tongue out at them for us. I would have do that. Make a funny face. Have you been doing that? Did you do that at your Super Bowl parties? Uh, well, probably. <laughs> you stick out your tongue, but yeah. like into somebody else's mouth. mouth. I mean, oh, I mean, that's <laughs> little different. Well, I was actually sitting. <laughs> That'll on get a, their attention. I was sitting on a different guy's lap, communicating with this one that came to LA. Yeah, she was a dating ADD. Thank you. <laughs> that's dating. That's ADD. what I'm saying. I am not. I don't have. I don't think there's anything wrong with being like. First of all, whatever. I was being a good. I was being a good. Well, when I when I yeah. when I left things off, I was with, with you, one guy all night. You, well, when I left things off with you like a month ago, you went out with some guy who like picked you up and planned a date. Oh, Where's that guy? He's still, still here. Here. Oh, good. Look yeah. how happy. I know. Well, no. Why wonder don't we she, talk about no, it? No wonder she she smacked my hand when I said she has dating ADD. No, I don't you, have dating. No, ADD. you don't. You had a good date. I remember that. It was yeah. probably like a month ago, maybe yeah. longer. And it seemed different. It was different. 
Yeah, I can tell. And it things. is different. Oh, look mm-hmm. at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look how happy. You seem happy. I. That's why you seem a little different. It wasn't just the hair. <laughs> Wait, so what's different about this situation? Oh, man. Um, well, I feel like it's different because I see some things in this person that I it makes me realize like a lot of things about life and um god I don't want to be so specific I'm afraid to say too well, much Can I ask this? Can I ask how old he is? 30 about to be 39. Okay. That's a giant difference. Yeah. Yes. It is. Stop dating guys under 35. I absolutely will. And because that was he, my premise before. Because if before. they can get you, they can probably get her and her and everybody else. Absolutely. It's, there's playing around. After 35, they tend to narrow their focus and they get the blinders on. I'm like, okay, I need to get off this ride. Yes. 32, nobody's getting off the ride. Right. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. is a good age for yeah. you. Yeah. He feels um, like we had a great weekend where we did like nothing really. And I think when you feel like you can have a lot of fun with somebody who's just you know, there doing regular things, then it makes you happy. It makes you happy. Also, okay, so the girls from, to interrupt us, and we'll get back to this, the girls from the Dirty 30 are calling in, so let's welcome them in. Hello, ladies. Can you hear us? Yes. Hi. Hi. Who are we talking to? Um, Suzanne. Hi. And do we have the girls from the Dirty 30 on the line? Um, no. Oh, oh, just a caller. You're just a caller. Hi, Suzanne. Hi. <laughs> Hi, where are you calling from? Um, Fresno, California. Hi, thanks for listening. What's going on? Um, I just wanted to call to get like a little mini um, reading. Is that possible? Um, a, a mini reading, you said? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, wait. Was this I, like a psychic reading? I think you're calling the wrong show. Is this um, Gail Thackeray? It is not. Oh, man. I thought you were going to like tell us our future or something. I know. Next time. Well, Gail does oh. a show right here. Uh, Gail does a show, uh, and that is another line, <laughs> and I wish I could give you the phone number, but darn it, I got all excited. <laughs> well, thank you for calling, and if you want okay. to listen to It's Complicated Ever, tune in. Okay. Thank you. Well, thanks for calling. Oh, Bye. Bye. Oh, Darn it. I wanted a psychic reading. I thought oh, she was like man. a caller listening from I Fresno. I with that. Or Darn I was it. hoping it was like one of these guys maybe being like, listen, if you're going to talk about me, hey, I'm going to chime in. Yeah. That was good. You're getting calls even if they're wrong numbers. That's progress. That's whatever. <laughs> it's better than nothing. <laughs> Somebody I thought yeah. was listening. Someone loves us. Someone that, loves us. Or not, actually. I thought she was going to be like this guy you're dating. Is this the same number phone number? I think it might be. I don't know. Anyway, I All thought right. she was going to call and be like, um... Anyway, back to your love. Yes. I thought she was going to be like, this Are you exclusively like, this dating guy. this guy? Well, I haven't had that conversation. Well, it's the weekend's coming up. Do you assume you'll see each other? I don't know. No, um, actually, he's out of town for a wedding, so... You're not going to the wedding with him? No, well, the wedding is, like, in another state, and I'm, I think that was all planned before... So he might not have gotten a plus one. I don't think so. I don't uh, think uh-oh, I feel like I'm stirring up something. No, 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 not at all. I think it happened before she got in the picture, like the, oh, right. the plans for the wedding. Okay. He told me, um, he told me about it like, oh, actually on our first date, he was like, okay. I'm going to my best friend's wedding in New Orleans, and so he's there now. Lauren even helped him pick out his outfit. Yeah, he actually said, I need to go, I need you to come to... That's a big deal. I did that with a girlfriend. I had to go to a wedding, and uh, she took me shopping, and it was, it was good. That's fun, yeah. right? It meant that she felt... I want you to look good. I know you're not going to look good and hook up with some other person, but I want like she. It showed me that she trusted not just me, but trusted us. Yeah, and oh, that's uh, good. she wanted me to be the best of me at the wedding, and I loved it. I thought it was great. And I think he should go and have a great time. And he's a great, fun guy. And do your thing. I mean, do I want to think about any of that? Not really. I mean, I think I'm at the point where I'm like. I don't really love the idea of you being with someone else, but we haven't had that conversation. But you also so. brought up the fact that you guys can hang out and do nothing and enjoy each other's company. It Which is so great. important. Anybody can date on a Saturday. Tuesdays where relationships right. are formed. Yeah. Sort of like the most important uh, night that you spend together is not the first time you have sex. It's oh, the first sure. time you go to bed without fooling around, where you're just comfortable with each other in that space. That's a really important night because early in a relationship, you're always like... You gotta hook up. You gotta hook up, and then you're just sort of together. That's important night. Yeah. Have no, you gotten I, to that one yet? Or are you still fooling around every day? No, no, no. 
no, no, we, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. we, we, you know, went out a couple of times and we, you know, had nights like that. And then, you know, we spent a random, actually a Tuesday going to the mall and having dinner and shopping. And then we went on a hike on Saturday with our friend, our mutual friend. And then, you know, Sunday we did like nothing all day long. We just watched a movie and like, you know walked around the neighborhood and the the day kind of extended like there came a point where i was like okay well i'm gonna get out of your hair it's like noon i'm gonna go you've got things to do and he was like well i guess i could do the things tomorrow and also i'm kind of hungry do you want lunch and i was like yes i want lunch (laughs) and all of the other things so like the date extended and we kind of just did nothing and it was really really nice and he just says some said some things that like you know let me know that he's I really, really good guy. The way he is with his family, and he has a daughter, and good. He's just like he's an adult. He's yeah. Just Have you met him? Great. Um, one time, but before any of this even started, so I would like to see him again at some point, and hopefully you will, because it affects your relationship oh, too. For you sure. too. I'm just happy she's happy. Because, yeah, but you don't want to be left on single island. No, oh, that's I'll not. No, no. <laughs> the Hello? dynamic changes though, Hello? because no. you guys do spend a lot of time we together, do. and on and off, you know, air. So it will change. It does change the dynamic between BFFs. It's a thing. Yeah, it does. But I think that, you know, if you meet the right person who's going to be somebody who will kind of just incorporate into your life still while doing their own thing, I think then it's fine. Like he doesn't seem like it would be he you know well also lauren isn't somebody that would just drop everything else yeah, once she that. got in something it's not really my I bag know. so you, you change those settings to 35 to 45 i'm going to i like that i think it's actually right now at 34 to 44 because what if somebody's turning 35 shouldn't i give them a chance well what if somebody's turning 45 you should give them a chance <laughs> i always okay. tell people to go 30 to 60 because robert downey jr's in that pool well, but or see, you know there's some you're older me, though. wait i went 54. out with like mm, yeah but there's yeah, guys but there's always the robert downey jr right, but there's always different. the randoms who could right. be older could be but there's, there's the also exceptions. the randoms who could be an exception to a 33 correct that's why so i gave say, this guy a chance because i was like you're presenting information that sounds mature yeah and it's a possibility everybody over 30 should have their settings 30 to 60 oh boy I don't know about that. Why? You're not going to go out with all of them, but there's possibilities everywhere. Also, oh, if, you're, if you're 57, 58, 59 on a dating app, that makes me feel like on Tinder? Really? Well, I don't think anybody should be on Tinder. I'm just talking about open up your eyes to, to, <laughs> yes, to I do it. There's that. possibilities okay. older or younger. We we have another caller. I'm hoping this is the right one. I'm hoping this is the girls from the Dirty 30. Let's see. Let's see. Hello? Hi. Hold Hi. on one second. I'm going to connect Stuart. Hold okay, great. Great. Yay. We got it. We did it. Woohoo. Technology. We have everybody on the phone here. Awesome. Yay. Who? Okay, so we have Stuart and Stephanie. Yes, you have Stuart and Stephanie. Stuart, can, are you on? I'm on. What's up? Hi, Stuart. Hey, you're on with Jen, Lauren, and Brian. Hi, ladies. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi. Brian. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Jen and Lauren. Hey. Hello. Okay, girls. So we today are talking about lessons learned, like kind of what you guys discuss in your realm and your wheelhouse about decisions that you make in your 20s and how they affect you in your 30s and, you know, the lessons learned. We've learned some lessons over the weekend about dating and trusting and all of those things. So we want to pick your brains about, you know... How to how to help us a little? How to help our listeners? But first, tell us how you guys got started with Dirty and Thirty. Well, it kind of started. It's funny. We love telling this story. One night we were out. Actually, it was like at the Global Green party um, right before the Oscars, and we like we went in. We went and did our thing, and then we went and got um, some drinks right by a Stewart's place. And it was supposed to just be a glass of wine, and it turned into a bottle. And <laughs> from New Zealand, our thing. It was a it was a Wednesday night, you know, yeah, right? Exactly, and. Um, and then we were just, we just, we knew we wanted to do something together. We just didn't know what it was. And then we started planning her Dirty 30. And we're like, wait a second, Dirty 30, that's it. So we're like, Dirty and 30, that's going to be our thing. So I love it. So it just kind of, it kind of started as a beauty blog, but it evolved into something that's so not about beauty anymore. <laughs> so how would you summarize what it mostly has turned into now? Yeah, well, it's, you know, Dirty and 30 is a place where we really tell it like it is. Like, everything is on the table. 
You can write about the worst Tinder date you ever went on. You can write something inspirational about, you know, how to really find yourself in your 30s. I feel like in your 20s, you think that 30 is this, oh, my God. Yeah. Your life is over. (laughs) That's so old. And then all of a sudden you get in your 30s and you're like, oh, shit, like, I'm still hot. I look good, but I know so much more. So it's to celebrate that. But also, we still make so many mistakes. And just being honest and saying, hey, it's okay. We're all in this together. Yeah, I like that. Safety in numbers, right? (laughs) It's almost like the 20s are your fake adult years, but the 30s, that's when the real adult years come into play. That's a good point. I always say a girl in her teens hopes she's hot, a girl in her 20s thinks she's hot, and a girl in her 30s knows she's hot. And that that confidence changes Uh, everything when you sort of find yourself yeah agreed i feel like that is very true yeah i mean but i have to be honest right now like honestly like i'm 35 right now and i'm still finding myself like it's funny because like i'd say like maybe three years ago i thought i had it all figured out i'm like yep i'm now 32 i've got it all figured out and now i'm back at like oh my gosh i still have so much more to figure out before i am like completely a real adult yeah are we ever a real adult (laughs) yeah i don't know maybe not maybe that's the answer and the secret to everything maybe we'll we'll never well that's yeah that's what i think i think that you you get to a place where you're not complacent and you're like okay well you know what yeah like i feel like i know myself better and every day and you're open to knowing that you do and you're comfortable more comfortable in your own skin but you also know there's places to go like i don't pretend that like when i was 28 or 29 and then i all of a sudden i turned 30 i'm like two months later i'm like well i'm 30 now so i know everything it's like no uh give it a second (laughs) i mean there's a a big part of all of us that are still boys and girls yeah when you get in your 30s and 40s and and whatever it's a it's that part of you that's still boys and girls you don't let it affect other people as much right yes well you realize it's it's like the way that you feel about yourself is what you're going to put on to other people so at the end of the day making sure that you're your best self is the most important thing i agree what are your uh relationship statuses are you guys single are you dating tell us i'm married five and a half years Okay, who, wait, and who I is, am, who is, that's Stuart. Stuart, you're married, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's Stuart, married five and a half years. Congratulations. And I am as single as it gets. I am on Bumble. I am, uh, yes. I am out dating. <laughs> I'm actually taking a little break from dating this week, but maybe not. Just actually. for this I week. Somebody in, yeah, well, I have someone in from out of town today. Yeah, uh, I'll stop right there. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. I don't know if you've been listening to the show, but I just, this is Jen. I just had somebody in from out of town, too. I hope yours goes better than mine. <laughs> So wait, now now you guys are like very close, very good friends, correct? Yeah. Okay, so now we were just talking about this with Brian, like one of us goes into like relationshipville and one of us is still single. Like, how do you that changes the dynamic a little? How do you guys make that work for you? Because, you know, you have different lifestyles because of it, right? It's actually pretty interesting. I mean, yes. And I mean, when we met, Stuart was single, but um, it's so crazy. I mean, I really only attract friends that I, I can't handle those girls that do that. Like all of my friends, most of them are married, but they still we still have our girl time. Of course. I think once you're in and I guess it might be different when you're married because most of my friends are actually married and not um in like dating relationships, but I see them just as much as I see anybody that's single. So it doesn't really affect, you know, it's almost like her husband, like he, they, they're like, they're like my second family. Aww. So yeah, it's, it's cool. I mean, I, I think, um, we've kind of always had the dynamic where she's in a relationship and I'm not. So yeah. So yeah, for like me, I'm that girl that, you know, it's kind of funny because I had this talk with a friend and like when I got married, she just stopped calling and I'm like, what's going on with you? I haven't heard from you. She's like, well, you're married now. I'm like, that doesn't mean I'm not the same freaking person. Yeah, that doesn't you didn't mean die. I'm not an individual. Yeah. Like so many people just discount you when you're married because they're like, oh, well, she's married. She has plans. It's like, no, I still go out with my girlfriends. I plan trips with my girlfriends. Right. And I feel like so many people, I'll admit this, like, it's very hard for me to hang out with my friends and have kids. Like, I feel like that's a different story because their lives are socially very different, you know? Right, yeah. But hanging out with married friends, people have got to get over that. And anyone that says, 
oh, I'm married. I can't do things anymore. You need to freaking get your shit together because that's really lame. I don't disagree with that. (laughs) Well, it also works the other way. I mean, I'm in my 40s. I'm single. My married friends will not invite me over because they think whatever they're doing is too boring. Totally, Uh, They think I'm like at the Playboy Mansion or something. I'm like, (laughs) I'm more boring than you guys. And they're like, no, you wouldn't like it. It's just a barbecue. I'm like... I'll bring the potato salad. I'm yeah, in. you're like, I eat. Oh, I like food. I know. <laughs> Me too. I'm so excluded. That's so funny. My friends must think that I'm so boring because I get invited to all that stuff. And those are like the best days. I love it. It gives me something to look forward to one yeah, day. Me too. No, I get left out. Yeah, they're like, boring party? Call Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, right? Call Stephanie. She'll, <laughs> She'll come. She's single. She has nothing to do. Yeah. Right, she's just sitting, staring at her computer, which I am right now. <laughs> or, or, or you'll get stuck at the single table, like the children's table. Oh, like, oh they're both single; they must like each other. Oh God! Or, <laughs> or Stephanie, do you get this? And maybe, like Stuart, you feel like you do this too because you're married. But, like, I know as a single person, and a lot of my married friends will do this. Like, ooh, I have this guy I want you to meet. You're single. Come to this party because there's single guys here. Like, that's going to be the draw all the <laughs> right. time. Right? Like, hello, I have actual like interests, and they do too. We but- might not have the same ones but yeah, yeah i mean yeah the only thing is we're both single that is our only thing in common right yeah <laughs> yeah i never try to set people up because i think it's so annoying then you're involved in it forever and yeah. then they both complain about yeah that's... never set people up actually i have girlfriends that ask me my husband all the time set us up with someone and we're like no <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm not good you, if it doesn't go well yeah you know I have to, it doesn't go well, I have to hear about it for the rest of our friendship, so no thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm then, good. And then when those parties do happen, then it is hard for those two people to be around each other. But no, in um, all honesty, um, I really hate being set up with people. I, oh God, my mom's <gasps> friend went to Thailand, and she was like in this group trip, and there was a guy from um, LA, he was in the entertainment industry, very successful, and she's like oh, my God, I have to set you guys up. And I'm like, you know what? This is one of those, like, weeks in my life where I'm like, okay, I'll try anything. <laughs> and I'm like, fine. And uh, it just it just was not – I'm just not – I know when I like someone. Yes. And it's just hard to be set up. It just did not go very well at all. And, and yeah, I was just not that into him. And, and I think I that the, was. the, the, the uh, way you can sort of find – dating success or even happiness in your 30s, it's a little easier if you had your 20s. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Because some people, for whatever reason, especially guys maybe they didn't have the money or whatever, didn't find it till their 30s, and then they're in this balance between, oh, I didn't get to have my fun, but I'm getting old, I need to settle down, and they're in no man's land. Right. So so you got to sort of exhaust whatever you can in your 20s, so when your 30s come, you're ready to take advantage of the next step yeah that's really good advice and as far as setting as far as being set up my husband like was got married at 30 to someone he'd been with for like six years got divorced by 31 it was over very quickly then spent basically his 30 single and then was ready at 40 nice same thing right important for you to have that time that a lot of guys do they turn 35 and they think they should settle down but they are not ready so you'll be in a relationship with them and it's not going to work well like, yeah I get, I get... Just not a dick. shouldn't say whether or not you're ready but so many people I also feel like just in society people go at certain ages I should be doing this I should be doing that and that's not true anymore well a friend of mine was she, she's going out with this guy she's like he's 45 but he was married for 15 years so I'm like then he <laughs> hit the pause button at 30 He's he's exactly where he left off. He's not 45 in terms of dating years. He's from a different era. And you have to look at it that like, like did they get a big enough window of playtime? And and that matters whenever and, you spend that. And whenever, oh, yeah, whenever totally whenever that playtime happens, it happens, but it's got to happen. I agree. Yeah. Definitely have to get it out of your system for sure. And back to like the 30s thing, like you know what I've noticed from um from Bumble. Have you have either of you ladies or Yes. Oh, yeah. Have you guys been on Bumble? Yep. So like I had like such great um I met so many great guys when it first came out. I was like one of the first people on. Like I had such great, you know, I have my little line I use. What is your line? Yeah, like, what's that? Uh, I wonder. Hey. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm going to give it away because I don't really use it anymore. I, okay, so this is my exact line. I use it every single time, and it works so well because I'm able to figure out who this person is from their response. Ooh, I say, do tell. 
I can say now I finally know what it's like to be a guy on Tinder. Ha 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 ha. <gasps> and I can see. Is it always four ha's or yeah. is that negotiable? <laughs> no, it's the exact same. <laughs> I have it saved in my notes and I go and copy and paste. Oh, it no. If a time. guy did that, you would hate that. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. And I mean, there have been a couple guys that like I've matched with like over and over and he's like, you must work for Bumble or you work for their ad company. I'm like, no, I just happen to find you attractive. But when we start talking to you because there's just, he scares me every time. Oh <laughs> my God. I might steal that. Is that okay? Me too. That is pretty good. I don't know. We're well, they can use three haws or five haws. I might do two haws because I stick to like, ha-ha. I'm going to quote, I'm going to put it in quotes, and then I'm going to write Stephanie Cipher underneath it. Okay, that, then that's good. Well, that's good because, you, know, you know, all of the girls complain that on Tinder the guys are just like, hey, or what's up? 90% of the women on Bumble do the same thing. Oh, and that's what I hear, and that's why I had such great success. So my point was that, like, you know, I met some really great guys, but what I really realized is most of the guys on Bumble are really not ready to start dating. They're either so eager to start dating, and those are the people I'm not interested in because uh, that's not what I want in my life, someone that's, like, so eager to drop everything to just be with a person, or they're really just there to hook up. So, I mean... It's hard to to tell. Ugh, to both of that. Yeah. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. So, you know, I still haven't found Mr. Wright. I still believe in fairy tales. Hopefully I'll meet him one day. Um, but well, until I stop recycling my old men, I ooh. probably won't. Well, well, shouldn't you stop recycling? Because don't we have to learn those lessons and not yeah. repeat them? Yeah, well, I repeated one last week. So. Well, see, <laughs> hey, you can't, not yeah. everyone's perfect. Everyone well, has a moment Well, the flip side of, of that, though, is there, is there, and it could happen, where guys either just grow up or you see each other at a different time and yeah. place and yeah. there's a possible, you know, you liked each other That's at one what point. I, was for. I, I wouldn't rule happen, that out though. either. No. I just wouldn't use it as a crutch. Yeah, exactly. I think it's okay to give open the door up again just to see your d- different place, different time. You never know, right? No, I know, and it had been, like, a long enough time where, like, I did, hmm, yeah, I, I, that's what I was really hoping for. <laughs> but, yeah, um, you know. Otherwise. <laughs> it shit happens. Okay, well, before we let you ladies go, we want to play a quick little game with you because we talk a lot about, the, you know, as you do the differences between your 20s and your 30s. So we're going to ask you, we're going to give you a couple situations. We're going to throw them out there, and we want to know, you need to answer rapid fire whether you did this more in your 20s or whether you did this more in your 30s, or you can say both. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Ready? Okay. First one, getting blackout drunk. 20s, but never really. Okay. Uh, cheated on your boyfriend. 20s. Never cheated. Nice. Um, bought plan B, a.k.a. the, the morning after pill. <laughs> Never done it. 30s. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yes. Finally one for the 30s. Made a booty call. <laughs> made a booty Wait, call. What, what, yeah. 20s. 20s. Made a booty call. 20s. 20s. Okay. All right. Uh, went on a booty call. 20s. 20s. Did the walk of shame. 20s. 20s. Stalked him or his ex. 30s. 30s. Yeah. Uh, went through a guy's phone. Never. Repeat- yeah, I haven't either. Repeatedly texting an ex. Never. 30. Mm. All right. Woke up on a Saturday before 10 a.m. 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yay. That was awesome. Well, right, those guys. were good. That, that was, was good. That was fun. fun. Um, lo- so can you tell us what else is going on with you guys in the Dirty and 30? Um, what can people find on your website right now? Well, we're actually shooting a video today. So we have a new video coming out probably next week. Um, we're always making new content. Um, our website's updated a couple times a day. Um, but they can check us out at, um, at the site, Dirty and 30. Um, and, um, we, we'd like to talk on Twitter too, at Dirty and 30. Great. And then we're we're always up to something, you know, we, life is great. And we're at that time where it's like, dude, every day, try to do something awesome. Like don't get so caught up in all the stuff that isn't happening. We're trying to celebrate everything that is, and we're silly. We're sexy <laughs> a little care <laughs> self 
you saw me right now, you would not think I'm sexy. Well, that's okay. It's radio. It's radio. No big deal. (laughs) Where and where can everyone find you guys personally as well? You can find um, Stuart on Twitter at Stuart Brazel. And you can find me on Twitter, Stephanie, at Steph Cipher. It's not my full name. I shortened it so it's easier for people to uh, to have a couple more uh, numbers or letters. We like it. Well, we like, th- we like things easy over here. So thank you for that. Sure do, especially when everything else is so complicated. That's right. And see how we did I know, that. Right? <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for calling in. Make sure everyone who's listening, check them out on dirtyand30.com. See what they're up to. Ladies, thank you so much for all your advice. Good luck on your video shoot. Yay, thank you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, ladies. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, ladies. Bye. Bye. They're fun. That was a good little bit you guys came up with. Our game? Yeah. That was great. Do well, you want to do you want to answer it? Well, I never took plan B. <laughs> Have you ever Have you had, bought a yeah. girl plan B? No, but I've had girls who pop them like Tic Tacs. What? And I'm like, what the hell? Come on. Literally that is not they, good for you. I know. They like keep them in the car. Oh no. You know, and stash? I'm like, what uh Yeah. I mean it just seemed too lazy they're just like no, oh, that's screw not, it that, i know it's not good it's not good for the body either no they no. should probably just take birth control or buy a condom you would think hello I that know. those those things are for emergencies right something yeah. happens well, not everything's foolproof i know for some of the girls i know the emergency became routine it's it was a plan a not a plan b <laughs> exactly <laughs> like yeah i know it was very alarming like you just keep them in the glove compartment you should run from that person did you? Yes. Okay. But, uh, no, I know a few girls like that. I've been in this really? town a long time, so I've dealt with a lot of just working with actresses or whatever, and they're oh, like, oh, boy. shit. So I, I'm privy to a lot of female activity and information that probably a lot of guys, not just from dating it, and it's uh, it's shocking sometimes. I don't think I like that. No, I'm uncomfortable. But, but, but some of the things, like some of the questions are not just youthful behavior. Like the booty call a little bit might be more be common in your 30s because you're like, I, think so too. You're like too. I can mentally process it. I just need I a hookup. I have never right? did booty calls until I was in my 30s. Does anybody actually call anymore or is it just a booty text? No, I think phones oh, are not used for Oh, I've called, I've called and been like, what are you doing? <laughs> Actually, yeah, the drunker I get, the more likely I am to call. Oh, I don't give I a shit. I just the reason to, why those yeah. were good questions is about half of them, if you ask, you know, 10 girls, some would be 30s and some would be 20s. Totally. They answered all 20s because one is married. And, and, right. and right. so, but those were, you know. Most of these for me are 30s. Yeah. Or late 20s. Because, you know, you, you're, it's not that you're a little bit wilder, it's that you're able to process the repercussions of doing yeah, 100%. any of this stuff, Absolutely. You know? I'm able to like I feel comfortable with who I am and then I'm able to then react well, I, to I situations I used to say differently. the difference uh, when I'm from New York and when you uh, in New York City if you take a girl home who's 23 at some point in the middle of the night she's going to pick your pocket for 20 buck cab fare and sneak out because she feels really weird about what she just did <laughs> the 33 year old she wants brunch and the times and she doesn't really give a shit she's like I'm going to hang out and you're going to feed me and it doesn't mean I like you and just comfortable she's comfortable with her yeah. behavior Take me to or, <laughs> or she'll wake up and be like awesome see you never Gotta right go. but she's sticking around she'll sleep totally. she'll get whatever she wants yes. and needs out of the night yes So tw- it, on you, her terms on yeah. her terms so the 20 year old's still like oh my god what does this mean she'll sneak out you're going to spend some more time with the 30 yeah. it is her terms oh yeah and it gets sure. probably worse 40s 50s and all the way up they you know and oh, yeah. i feel like in our 30s if we did like a one night stand let's just say or a booty call like we would even want it at our home because it's like i just want to be comfortable dude like i have my contact lens to take out yeah i've got my toothbrush oh dude you know what i do i fully like play my game do my thing and then i'm like okay you lay down in bed i gotta go wash my face like i don't okay, even but that's i'm a not good, even that's trying to like are you more likely to take your show on the road or you want the home court advantage home court advantage because i also yeah. know that i have melatonin there like i'm gonna drug you so you don't wake me up in the middle of the night i'm gonna drug me so i can sleep next to you i'm gonna wake up and then you're gonna oh, go see about half the girls would be like i just want to get out of there when i want i don't want them stuck in my house oh i'm fine i don't care i'm, I'm okay with it no i i like being home all of my things are there and then i don't yeah. have to feel yeah. guilty about not waking up early enough to go home and feed and you're cat. very particular about your side of the bed oh yeah totally where your stuff is Absolutely. the guy i am dating <laughs> like played a joke on me on over the weekend and he we came back to my house and all we did was hold hands and um i get, came into the bedroom and he was on my side of the bed and i was like get over and he was like ha 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 because i'm like that is my side and you know it it is <laughs> wait also to what you said about like getting up and going on your like you can just leave mm-hmm. i once had a guy stay over and he didn't leave till 4 p.m i was like you have to go 
Yeah, oh, you got to well, say. Yeah. Like, you, well, you have to come up with like. Then you got to get up and be like, oh, I got a meeting. I got to. I had. A, I actually had to go to lunch. I was like, I will transport you, but you have to go. Yeah, that's when you it, off. That's it, when you nicely say, hey, listen, don't worry about getting an Uber. Where do you live? I'll drop you off. Well, Bye. if you if you want to if you want to get out of the scenario where you don't want them to come over or whatever, it used to be fifteen years ago. You brought it up. Oh, I can't. I have to go home and take my contacts out. Yes, yeah. And now then guys got like a me, set oh, I whole... bought the whole Bausch and Lomb kit yes. for the girls. And they're like, damn. Now the, yeah. I got to go home and walk my dog or take care of my dog. He can't say, can I come with you? And he can't object yeah. because you'll seem like a dog hater. That's foolproof for the girls. Foolproof. You know how you could take this a step further? You got the Bausch and Lomb thing. Also, morning after pill right next to the contact. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, come the on. Full <laughs> the full gaming. The full pharmacy God. ready We're to go. We're good here. Oh, how much no. do we love Brian Howie? <laughs> yeah, so much Brian. I just don't even know. Thanks and for stopping by Thank today. you for coming by. Please remind people again where they can find you and all of your information on the Great Love Debate. Go to the Great Love... Go to... Not the... Go to greatlovedebate.com. Um, um, where you can not only find uh, information on our live shows, you can find information on our podcast, Great Love Debate Podcast, where we've had lots of fun guests. We've even had you two many times. That's right. Yes. And it was great. Um, or at Great Love Debate on Instagram and Twitter and The Great Love Debate on Facebook. Or you can follow me, Brian Howie, H-O-W-I-E, um, all of the same. That's right. And you can find me at, wait for it, Jen, Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website, Amazing. Every single time. <laughs> and you can find me, Jennifer Golden, on all of those same platforms. But before we go, we want to say a special congratulations to Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergo for getting yes. engaged after 19 years. Finally. 19 years. So happy for you. Wow. Yes, we are so happy. The ring is beautiful. It even has like a special stone that means something very personal to the two of them. And we wish them all the best. We also want to say hello to Callie, one of our biggest fans. And Evan Combs, another one of our biggest fans. And don't forget, we deliver this content to you guys free every week. So we know you have a choice of shows to listen to, and uh, like Brian's and other shows. So we're grateful that you keep coming back to ours. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes. Keep the conversation going. Follow us on Complicated Show on Twitter and Instagram as well. Don't forget to tell a friend. And also, while you're doing things that we're assigning you, please watch our YouTube <laughs> video tomorrow at 3 p.m. on Two Drunk Girls TV. Because we like to keep talking in all of the places. So, you know, we just don't want you to feel alone. We're here for you. We are. We're your friend every day of the week, except the ones we're not. Except for all the other days. <laughs> um, all right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. And uh, please tune in next week. We have Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules. Rules. So we're going to bring that to you guys. Thank you again. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, and guys. We this will is always good. be back next week. Bye. Bye. Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio.